Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. It is lovely, lovely, lovely to be here. Today, I want to talk about discipline and why discipline is not the answer to getting to healthy, amazing, fabulous you. Now, if you are in the Facebook group, a few days ago, I did a podcast, a Facebook Live about getting to healthy, amazing you and what that looks like. So if you haven't listened to that, I really recommend you go and listen to that. And if you're in the podcast, you're listening to the podcast, come and listen, come and join the Facebook group. It is amazing there. We have so much fun. It's really exciting. So we talked about where we want to get to. And now we're talking a little bit about how are we going to get there. And hands up if you are thinking, hmm, this sounds hard and I need to use discipline. The number of times I have chatted to my clients and they say, hmm, I just need to use discipline. I need more discipline. I need more discipline. I'm not disciplined enough. And I'm going to dive deep into why this is not true. Now, a caveat, you can use discipline for a little bit. Let me dive in and tell you a little bit about discipline. So discipline is that ability to be able to put yourself in a situation and make a decision which is the decision that your thinking brain wants to make. So to make a good decision, the decision that the part of your brain that says no chocolate is going to like approve of, basically. So discipline is that, okay, I'm going to put myself in a situation. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to make the right decision. Now, the problem with discipline is it does not matter who you are. Discipline is a finite resource. Our brains do not like making decisions. They really don't. It's one of the worst things that you can do for your brain is to make it make a decision. Oh my goodness. It doesn't matter what the decision is, whether it is what I'm going to eat for breakfast, what I'm going to wear, or something really big. What house am I going to move to? 
it doesn't matter. Your brain doesn't like making decisions. And on a side note, this is why some of those sort of like high powered people often wear very similar outfits because it's one decision less a day that they need to make. And they know that they need to save their decision making juice for those important decisions. So let me explain what this looks like. You say, okay, breakfast is a choice between broccoli and, I know, nobody eats broccoli for breakfast. I get that. You can, but most people don't. Or cake. So we're going for healthy or unhealthy. And if you are feeling disciplined, you're going to go with, yes, okay, I'm going to eat broccoli because I'm feeling healthy. You're feeling inspired. You've just had a coaching call from Dr. Lee and you're like, right, broccoli, lunchtime. Okay, same decision, broccoli or cake for lunch. I'm still feeling healthy. I can remember what I said to Dr. Alina. I am going to go for broccoli. Okay, dinner time. By now, you have had a really stressful day. You have driven home in stress, perhaps kids, grandkids, I don't know, other people, traffic, work, all of that stuff. And by now, you're just like, I just don't care. Give me the cake. I want the cake. Now, it doesn't matter if that's a day or two days or a week. At some stage, that is going to happen. And in fact, they have done studies on this. They've looked at people who consider themselves to be disciplined. And actually, those people are not more disciplined. They actually just make less decisions. They just set their lives up in a way that they don't have to make decisions. And that's essentially what I teach people to do is to how to set up your life so you don't have to make decisions so that it's easy for yourself. So what does that look like? Okay, breakfast. Actually, do you know what? On a side note, breakfast is normally one of the most healthy meals of the day. They've done studies on this as well. And normally breakfast is the most healthy meal of the day. Why? Because people often have the same thing for breakfast. They've thought about it. They've made it relatively healthy. And so they just rinse and repeat every single day as opposed to dinner oh, so many variables with dinner, not least being, oh my goodness, I haven't got a decent plan. And so everything just falls to pieces. What am I going to do? Oh my goodness, I'm going to reach for frozen pizza or takeout or whatever it is that you do in an emergency. Or you get home tired and just think, oh, I can't bother to cook. Let's go out for dinner. So breakfast is often the most healthy meal. Why? Because you don't have to decide about it. Or you might have to decide little bits of it, like what fruit to cut up and put in your oatmeal, as opposed to the entire, what am I going to have? So if you set up your life, well, this is what your day looks like. Breakfast. Do you want broccoli or cauliflower for breakfast? And it doesn't matter what you choose. Choose either of them. They're healthy. Lunch. What do you want? Broccoli or cauliflower? Again. Hey, still super healthy. Dinner. Do you want broccoli or cauliflower? You can choose. It doesn't matter. They're both super healthy. And can you see how you haven't had to make a difficult decision? So it's not about dis- it's not about discipline. Now, When you are making changes, when you first go from wherever you are now to, okay, Dr. Alina, I hear you. I love this healthy, amazing you, but get me across what I call the rickety bridge. And you start making changes. Yes, you may need to use some discipline because it's all new and you have to make a choice to to choose those other things. You have to make a choice to throw out the stuff that you're not going to eat or not eat it or set up a new system. So in that particular stage, yes, you are using a bit of discipline. 
And that's one of the reasons why I walk my clients through what I call a two-week reboot, because you can do anything for two weeks. You can be disciplined for two weeks, but you cannot be disciplined over and over and over again. You cannot rely on discipline in the long term because it is going to fall to pieces. Now, Another topic that comes up quite quickly after this is, okay, but I find myself in these situations. Sometimes these situations arise and I can't help it but go, oh my goodness. Like, I don't know, perhaps at work people bring in donuts and stuff like that and I'm surrounded by these treats and I like sugar. How am I going to navigate that situation? I'm I'm having to make a decision. So when we look at decision making or when we look at those choices that we have to make, there are some that are external choices and some that are internal choices. So it's really easy for me to set up my life in a way that there's always healthy food available. I'm in charge of the shopping. I shop. I'm in charge of what comes into the house. So it's really easy for me. Like when I come to make dinner, I've only got healthy things to choose from. I just have to decide what it is that I'm going to make. But there are also internal limits and internal decisions that we need to make. And so this, this is an example. When, you're, when you find yourself in a situation which is external, which you don't have any choice over, you're being offered these foods and the choice is yes or no, do I take it or do I leave it? How do you how do you create a I'm not going to make a decision situation out of that? I hope that made sense. And the answer is this. Think about somebody who is vegetarian. So somebody who is vegetarian has set up internal limits. So that vegetarian person might go to a barbecue and they might be offered meat because let's just imagine in this situation, the person who has the barbecue didn't know that this person was vegetarian and they say, hey, do you want a hamburger? And what's the vegetarian person going to say? They're going to go, no, thanks. I don't eat meat. But they're in that situation. They can be in that situation as many times as they like. Now, it does depend on the strength of their convictions and how much they like eating meat. But if that, if they've been a vegetarian for a long period of time, it's really easy for them to say, no, thanks. I don't eat meat. It's just part of my identity. So another bit of the work that we do in our Positively Healthy group is really look at our identity and create an identity that is about healthy and about looking after ourselves. So that is an example of an internal limit, that if you create internal limits, now these internal limits are not the same as depriving yourself because you are making a choice. You are in charge of the decision-making process that goes on in your brain. Now, if you choose to see it as constantly depriving yourself, if you're still in that mindset of, oh my goodness, I really want to eat the cake and I'm depriving myself, I'm going to choose no, that's basically negative brain. That's, and I'm not saying you shouldn't ever eat the cake. You can choose to eat the cake and still be healthy and still reach your weight loss goals and still reach your health goals and still get to healthy, amazing you. So it's not as simple as never eat cake, but it's really about looking at your decision-making process, your internal limits. So it might be that you say, my internal limit is that I don't eat processed, highly packaged foods. You get to choose. You get to choose where your limit is. And that might be one of the things you say, okay, I don't eat processed foods. I do actually eat sugar and I eat fruit and I eat other things, but I don't like to eat processed foods. Now, the other thing I would say about these internal limits is that they do change as you go along this journey of healthy, amazing you. So for example, if you are, if you are not, if you're sudden, someone who is thinking, okay, I really get what you're saying, 
but I haven't done any of this yet. And I just eat what I eat and I haven't started this journey. From where you are now, it feels really, really scary. The idea of not eating sugar, of not having any of the foods that you like, of doing all of these things differently, it feels so scary and so different and so big. As opposed to you jump in, you have Dr. Alina to help you. You don't have to have me to help you. But if you do have me to help you, oh my goodness, it's so easy. We step into positive brain. That means it's easy and flow and fun and enjoyable. And you do it and you're like, oh my goodness, I did it for two weeks and it was so easy. And yes, I can carry on doing it. And where I am now is not scary. But if you are stuck in that cycle of like, oh my goodness, it's scary. I don't like change just go and do it. Just go and try it. It's so, so not as difficult as you think. And it doesn't mean that you have to give up all your favorite foods. You can eat them, but what you really need to learn is moderation and thinking about, okay, how often am I going to eat this? And the less that you eat them, and the more that you enjoy eating healthy foods, actually, the less hold they have over you. Now, how long does that hold last? That depends. That depends on individuals and it depends on different people. But what I will say to you is that hold that that food has on you is a habit. And it is an emotional habit and it is a thinking habit. And you can rewrite that habit. And this is another part of the work that I do with my clients quite often. So you can rewrite that and you can really love healthy foods and enjoy healthy foods. And then one day something happens And it all comes rushing back and you try something and you're like, oh my goodness, now I'm back in this rut of eating sugary food again. How am I going to get out of it? That habit has returned. All that has happened is that habit has returned. You just need to step back and get back on track and that's it. That stepping back on track is a really underutilized muscle that people need to just realize, okay, this is just part of life. I ate something. I didn't really want to. Hey, let's just move on and forget about it as opposed to falling off and getting stuck in, oh my goodness, it didn't work for me. So my friends, I hope that explained a little bit of why discipline is not the answer to getting to healthy, amazing you and why stepping into finding things that work for you and using your positive brain are going to work for you. So reminder, if you haven't signed up already, The Get to Healthy Amazing You in 2024 challenge is starting on November the 27th. And we are going to dive deeper into what it is that you need to do to get healthy. So the the fundamental things that you need to do. We're going to be looking at cravings and emotional eating. And we're going to be looking at positive brain and how to strengthen positive brain. And we're going to be having chats and fun. And it's going to be fun and easy. And I really want to set you up for 2024 so that you can get to Healthy Amazing You and really stay there. Now, listen, if you want support and you think, yes, do you know what? Actually, I really want to get to Healthy Amazing You, me, by 2024, by the end of 2024. And when I say get there, I mean get there and stay there and really have entrenched these habits. You've got a whole year to do it. You can do it. You just need to keep doing it. If you'd like to know about my healthy, positively healthy program, please book a call. Just reach out, put your hand up and say, I want to chat and I will show you how to book a chat. I am putting my prices up in January. Right now is an amazing time to join the program. Not only is it an amazing time to join the program, I know you're thinking, oh my goodness, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got Christmas. Well, that is a perfect time to join so that you don't get totally derailed before 
you start in January. So I've had people who join it this time before and then they are super happy that they just haven't put on weight. Normally they'd put on weight over Thanksgiving and Christmas and actually they've started on a really strong foot. So thinking, oh my goodness, this is a fabulous time to join. It doesn't mean that you can't join in and have fun, but I will show you how to navigate Christmas and New Year's and all of those parties in a way that works for you. So reach out and chat if you want support. support. And I look forward to seeing you in the Get to Healthy Amazing You in 2024 challenge. Bye-bye.